Well, no votes yet, but, you know, let's have a meeting. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, no bout a doubt it, it is indeed Locked On A's. And I'm your host, Wayne Coy, your daily opportunity to dig into all things Oakland athletics. And thanks for being here and making us your first listen every day, all part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Well, the Las Vegas Review Journal and everybody's favorite lackey reporter, and I'm using that term as as loosely as humanly possible, Mick Akers. Yeah, we've talked about Mick. Well, he writes that the uh, Las Vegas Stadium Authority Board of Directors is going to be conducting its first official business with the Oakland A's regarding their uh, potential relocation, and specifically their planned Southern Nevada ballpark. So that meeting, in case you want to you know, zip into town for it, will be Wednesday at 3 o'clock. I actually almost went last time. I might go this time. Wednesday at 3 in the boardroom there at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And the board does consist of 11 members, and of course that includes Chairman Steve Hill, who is also president and CEO of the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. You might recall on a previous Locked On A's episode, we did a pretty deep dive on Mr. Hill and, well, the apparent conflict of interest. I don't know if you look at it that way, but I kind of do, that exists because, well, he holds both of those positions, you see, and he also represented the A's during that entire process when uh, SB1 was being presented to the Nevada legislature back in May along with his trusty sidekick, Cato, I mean, Tonto, I, I mean, I mean, <clears throat> for the record, Jeremy Aguero. On the agenda for the meeting are, first of all, changing the stadium authority representative in the Allegiant Stadium lease agreement. Allegiant Stadium, just so you know, is where the Raiders play. So they're going to, uh, yeah, they're going to change that representative there, stadium lease agreement. Of course, that's all overseen by well, it's overseen by, I'll wait for you. Go ahead, fill in the blank. Yep, Steve Hill. And it would authorize the board chair, guess who, to execute any subsequent changes to the authority representative. If, if you're confused, don't be, because the answer to any of the questions you might have is Steve Hill, of course. Items two and three, all about uh, lawyers and designating and then paying those lawyers to assist in uh, the negotiations on the stadium with the A's. Now, the amount has already been set up. It's not to exceed $700,000 legal support related to the stadium's construction and operation. I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but Steve Hill comes from a concrete business background, construction. Anyway, just an FYI. And some more money to follow if you are the following type. Law firm number one looking for that approval would be Hunton Andrews Kurtz, LLP. And then there's agenda item number three, which asks the board to consider authorizing the chair, that'd be Steve Hill, to execute an agreement with the law firm of Brownstein, Hyatt, Farber, Shrek, LLP. And what they're going to do is they're going to serve as local counsel in negotiations with the A's for the development and the leasing of a new MLB stadium in Clark County. Now, you notice I never said Las Vegas, did I? I said Clark County. Because although it is indeed in Clark County, Vegas that is, uh, but for the record, Jeremy Aguero, so is Summerlin, 
where the A's AAA affiliate, the Aviators, currently play, and Henderson as well, which is the other major population center. Just saying. And feel free, by the way, to bookmark this observation that I just made for any future reference as, as you might see fit. You're welcome. Oh, and the firm would also give legal support ongoing, of course, related to the operation of Allegiant Stadium, where the Raiders play, all for an amount not to exceed $300,000. Okay, agenda item number four, it would be the Mortensen, not Chris, McCarthy, not Joe, joint venture team that's going to give a presentation on the baseball stadium construction and the community engagement that goes with that. Now, these are the same two companies that uh, kind of bell cowed that whole Allegiant Stadium project. They got that thing built in, what did it take, 31 months? Pretty quick. Item five, stadium authority staff and attorneys present the current draft of the proposed community benefits agreement, might have rang a bell just now, between the authority and the still-to-be-formed A's Stadium Event Company. And, of course, the A's baseball team. Well, you might recall community benefits, those two words said together, something that sure got talked about a lot during the legislative session. And that was mainly to give certain lawmakers the assurance that they needed that the team would be active in the community because, you know, they're on the fence about their vote. And they're like, well, what are you going to do for our people? And how are you going to build a relationship? And where's that money going to be? How much of that money are you going to put towards community and working in the community and all of that? It's also referred to as CYA. You know, cover your... Yeah, and that department is there just in case a politician that voted yes needs to justify that. Yeah, sure, let them have some money. Vote. A little later on, it could happen. And then it's item number six, stadium authority staff and attorneys presenting the current draft of the lease as it is proposed between the authority and the aforementioned to be formed a stadium event company. Finally, the Head and Home Show, starring the great unwashed as they were christened by one lawmaker, if you remember. That'd be us, uh, the general public. We're going to actually get a chance to, to uh, get on the floor and make a comment. That's what I'm saying. I'm... I might think about it. Public comment, by the way, limited to three minutes max per commentator. And that'll be that. And just a reminder, relocation has yet to be approved. Just so you know, Major League Baseball hasn't voted yet, but they will be. Well, the playoffs are here, and of course, they're rocking the NLCS, the ALCS. It was like hang on to your hat, edge of your seat stuff. This last couple of games, we'll see if that continues. But yeah, a lot of studs playing like Zach Gallen and Marcus Simeon and Jose Altuve and Bryce Harper and all of those, just so you know, are people that you can get involved with via the Sleeper app. Yeah, you, you pick more or less on stats for the stars, so home runs, hits, strikeouts, whatever category you want, up to 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right and you could win really big and entries can be made in under a minute or two, which is my favorite part about it, because I get sidetracked. Squirrel, it happens. Okay, so use promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for all the details. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. 
it sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Well, how about we talk about some actual on-the-field baseball? <laughs> You're like, what? Do they do that? Yeah, uh, there is some of that going on. And if you weren't already invested in the league championship series and you were watching either one of these instant classics that just concluded, well, you almost assuredly are now because the you-know-what got real and, and real exciting. Well, first of all, it was the American League, right? The showdown in Arlington. It was the Battle of Texas again, Houston and the Texas Rangers. Going in, the teams are tied two games apiece with the visiting team having won all four games so far. That's, that's weird. Anyway, it kind of looked like that streak was about to end because Texas had what seemed to be a ton of momentum. They were leading 4-2 to two, thanks to Adolis. Adolis Garcia, three-run blast in the sixth inning, and also notable because it was the first time in this entire five games that the home team actually had a lead, which is crazy. Crazier would be when Garcia hit that bomb. He celebrated by, first of all, slow walking. You can't walk slower. He was basically pimping about a third of the way to first base. And then he started that you know traditional trot. But he did that, first of all, by slamming his bat into the turf there at Globe Life. It was basically a bat spike. And then he had some very obvious harsh words and gestures all directed at the Astros bench. And yes, there's some bad blood there. Okay, so fast forward to the bottom of the eighth, and Garcia's back up again, and well, there's a runner on, and Brian Abreu's pitching, and Garcia gets greeted with a 99-mile-an-hour fastball to the upper shoulder area. And it was on like Donkey Kong immediately. And this time, Garcia didn't charge the pitcher. There was no running after Abreu. Instead, he turned straight around and got all up in Martin Maldonado's face because those two have a history, and it's recent. But why would you have your pitcher throw at a guy to put another potential run on base in a playoff game that you're already trailing in? Well, you wouldn't, or you shouldn't anyway. Needless to say, dugouts, bullpens, both empty, and then after the usual round of, I'll hold you, you hold me, okay? I'm not going to hit you if you don't hit me, okay? You know how it goes with baseball fights these days. They're making too much money. They can't really fight. So anyway, that happened. And then the umpires met, and they decided to eject Abreu and Garcia. And because he threw his hat, because you're not supposed to do that, Astros manager Dusty Baker, too. And Baker was absolutely, I say this with a capital A and a capital L, and L stands for livid, because he argued, and rightfully so, that there is no way in this situation that it was an intentional thing. And then... After he was given the heave-ho, he was already kicked out of the game. He just sat down in his dusty way and glared at the umpires with his hands, or his arms rather, crossed across his chest, sitting there just looking, well, like, you know, livid at the umpires and refusing to leave the dugout for what seemed like an hour. I mean, he just sat there and sat there and sat there. And finally... They, they said, look, you got to go to the clubhouse, and he did eventually. But I want you to notice something. While Dusty was stalling, Ryan Presley, you know, their closer, he continued to warm up, which in the end 
might have helped him get out of a two-on, no-out jam because that's what he inherited, and he got out of it unscathed. So Rangers 4, Astros 2 as the game moves to the top of the ninth, okay? Jose Leclerc, I talked about him the other day, gives up a leadoff single to uh, Yanier Diaz. And then uh, pinch hitter John Singleton, who I thought was out of baseball, but apparently not, works a walk, which is just crazy. And then guess who comes up? Jose Altuve. And again, you know, you're going with baseball logic. You're not going to walk him because first base isn't open. And why would you put a, you know, another runner on? Uh, anyway, so two on, nobody out. It's Jose versus Jose. And the count's 0-1. And Leclerc throws a change up. And you know how this ends, right? Altuve, wham, bam. Thank you, little man. Astros take the lead 5-4 with that three-run blast. And then things started great for Texas in the bottom of the ninth with their eight and number nine hitters, Garver and Heim, they got uh, back-to-back singles. But then Marcus Simeon hit a rope that was snagged by Kessinger at short. That was out number one. And then Corey Seager hits a fly ball just shy of the 410 sign out there deep in center field. Both runners hold. Nobody advances. And it comes down to Ranger rookie sensation Evan Carter, who, yes, I picked for my fantasy team, what, three days ago here on the show. Anyway, He wasn't able to provide this time in the clutch, although he's shown a lot of that, not here. Ryan Presley with a curveball out of the zone, and uh, Carter chased it for strike three. The Astros come from behind on the road in a thriller, and they win it in Arlington. So we got five games, and all five times the dub goes to the visitors, right? Houston, now one win away from another World Series appearance as they're heading home with a three-games-to-two lead Game six will be Sunday, and it's a rematch for the game two starters. Nathan Ivaldi for Texas, who was lights out, struck out nine in game two. Framber Valdez on the mound for Houston. What a finish and what a game. And I do have side notes. You didn't think I was going to get out of here without a little dessert, did you? Well, yeah, of course. we got to have pie with ice cream on top. So let me tell you about that because that's kind of interesting in and of itself, okay? Dusty Baker, after the game says in the post-game press conference that he had not been that mad in a long, long time. And you could tell by the look on his face and the smile that he meant it. (laughs) And it was pretty obvious, actually. He was PO'd in the dugout. And I get it. You know, he's arguing, like, why would we even do that, right? Certainly very obvious to everybody. That's not what you do. But what was also obvious, maybe not to everybody, but sure was to me, is those stall tactics. After he got kicked out, he just kind of sat there, bought some time, bought some more time, and finally, you know, got up and left. But Ryan Presley was all warm, just the right amount of time to be ready to pitch Houston out of that jam. And and guess what? He did. And that's veteran management for you. As for Bruce Bochy, well, you might guess the other veteran in the Rangers dugout was not happy at all. Uh, He said he thought it was wrong to have that long of a delay. I don't know what the umps were supposed to do, though. It was supposed to go and, like, physically carry Dusty into the clubhouse. He wasn't going to budge. He was sitting there. And so Bochi had to stew about it, not to mention it gets in your head. There's a mind game going on there, and good managers know how to play them. So the thrills in Arlington, not the only ones on display, by the way. Nope, not to be outdone the NLCS with plenty of drama, too. And there could be drama for you if you're on the road, you're taking a little vacay, and then all of a sudden, you're starting to get that scratchy throat, starting to feel like you're going to get sick. 
Well, that could be because you're on vacation, a time for you to freak out, kind of, you know, like Dusty Baker. But no, instead, because you've already gotten with Jace Medical and you've got the Jace case, it's in place and it's ready to take care of you. That's the personalized emergency medication kit that's got five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. Now, you can also customize your case. Didn't know that, did you? Yeah, you can do that with additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. So even if you're not on vacation, like you're just home, but you don't really want to go to the doctor or you don't have time to, or you're like my wife, just, you know, she gets sick and then she avoids the doctor. And I'm like, you got to go. She says, yeah, when am I supposed to do that? She's CEO of a company. She gets very busy. So I, I do get that. But Jace has got it figured out with the Jace case. You're going to do a little one-on-one with a professional. They're going to figure out exactly what's wrong with you and make sure you get the right medication sent to you on time, delivered uh, via a professional pharmacy. JaceMedical.com. The code is locked on at checkout, and you are going to get a $20 discount on your order. Now, that's promo code locked on at JASEMedical.com. Don't be caught unaware. Don't be caught unprepared. Get on the case with Jace. Okay, let's get back to baseball. Phoenix last night, the Philadelphia Phillies cruising to what seemed like a sure 3-1 to one in their series with the, with the Diamondbacks. Looked like they were going to go ahead in that series. And Philadelphia manager Rob Thompson chose to bring in his closer. You know, the guy with the arm thing that he does, Craig Kimbrell? Yeah. Six outs, that's all. I know you were just in the game the other day and kind of got torched a little bit. That's all right. Anyway, he was greeted immediately with, as you would expect, a Lourdes Gurriel double. And then after that, it was Evan Longoria flying out to left. And then 23-year-old Alec Thomas, on my fantasy team, by the way, sent to the plate as a pinch hitter. And with one swing of the bat, Thomas crushes a Kimbrel fastball into the swimming pool, which is the coolest thing about that stadium in Arizona. Literally splash hit, right? Ties up the game. A few batters later, Gabriel Moreno, the catcher, RBI single, and they go into the lead. And then closer Paul Seawald, Arizona's eighth pitcher of the night. That's right, eight pitchers. Preserves the victory. 6-5 is your final over the Phillies. Their series now tied two all, and they meet again on Saturday night. And it's Zach versus Zach, part two, the sequel. It's Wheeler versus Gallon at Chase Field in Phoenix for the series lead in game five. Well, both games proved exactly why. As far as I'm concerned, there is nothing like postseason baseball. And that's proof right there. That doesn't get any more exciting than that. All right, so before I go, as promised, we're going to wrap up our fantasy week. Remember we said the A's are sitting at home watching the playoffs just like we are, and we absolutely sucked this year. Uh, We lost 112 games. So what do you do in that case? You have some fun, and we certainly have with our fantasy picks We got to go through every roster and pick a a position player and a pitcher. And now today we're going to wrap up the week with all four postseason managers. And we only get to pick one. And unlike a lot of my player picks, I'm not going for the youth movement this time. I I thought about it, but I'm not going to. In fact, it came down for me to the two skippers that come from our division. The same two we've been talking about today. Bochy versus Baker. And my choice was Dusty. For all the reasons that you just witnessed in the game, this guy is always thinking ahead. And he's a master strategist. 
He is exactly what you want your manager to be. Now, nothing whatsoever against Bruce Bochy because he's got a bunch of rings too, and he's also a strategist. But I can tell you, we can only pick one here. So given the choice, I got to pick one. So my fantasy A's manager uh, is going to be Dusty Baker. My shopping trip is now complete with my choice, the guy with the toothpick. Plus, he played for the A's, so you know that didn't hurt either, right? Any former A is high on the list for me. I'd sure love to know who you chose. I mean, you have four very good managers there. Did you go with uh, one of the younger guys? Did you pick Rob Thomas? Rob Thomas. Yes, because I like Matchbox 20. Rob Thompson. Not to be confused with Robbie Thompson. Humbabe. Nope. Uh, you probably went with one of those two, Dusty or Bruce Bochy, I'm guessing, anyway. I'd sure like to know, though. Put it in the comment section down below. Let me know if you're an everydayer. Let me know if you're a first-timer. Let me know what you're having for dinner tonight. And thanks for making Locked On A's your first listen every single day. Make sure that you like and subscribe. That's important so that we can grow the channel and that you can know when we're right back here again. And if you can tell your friends, hey, that's a bonus. I'll take that too. Share, please. We like that. And I'm going to look forward to getting together with you again next time. But until then... I'm your host, Wayne Coy. You keep on swinging.